Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to L Angel. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Angel Season 5 podcast by a cyborg and a regular, unupgraded human. Hell no. Hell no. Is that me? Am I the unupgraded human? As far as I know it is, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but only one of us has metal parts. I think I would hopefully know if it was me? Hmm. Yeah. Okay, you don't have metal parts is what I'm asking. Not, no, no, I'm not I'm that metal you know free. of. No. This is not supposed to be like a conspiracy. <laughs> get in your head and be like, ah, people have secretly installed metal parts in you while you slept sort of thing. That That's weird. No. That's like everything definitely know. for me. Yeah. Anyways. But no, it's you. You're the cyborg. I'm the cyborg. Yay. Oh, I have yes. been recently upgraded. And by that, <laughs> I mean, if you noticed at the end of, or beginning of August, there was an, a late episode upload. That was because that very same day on my way home from work, I broke my hip. I'm, I'm here with you now. But uh-huh. like at no point, I don't know what happens when they replace a hip. It makes right. sense now that I think about it that you would contain metal. Yeah, at there's this like time. there's pins. It's not right. they haven't replaced things. They have repaired them more than okay. anything. Okay. They just pinned them back together as you do. Yeah, there's like I'm um, you know, one that goes down and another one that goes sort of upwards and across. Yeah. Oh, I mean sounds like super simple, easy peasy kind of stuff, you know? Super simple, easy peasy. I mean it seemed to sure. I don't really remember it but <laughs> as far as you know it, it went well yeah easy, yeah <laughs> uh, i could probably do that myself honestly uh, who's to say right while i was lying there on the sidewalk i should have just been like no don't get me any water or anything just, just get me two me. nails yeah i'll just just put it back together <laughs> two right nails here. and a knife it doesn't matter if they're rusty whatever <laughs> like maybe a Jamming mirror in. yeah, yeah a mirror would be good see your own hip well yeah. anyhow <laughs> Right. So yeah, if you noticed the late episode, I literally broke my hip falling off of my bike. Bicycle. And I wasn't even hit by anything. <laughs> I'm just bad at, like, seeing where the curb is. It's very embarrassing for so many reasons. Because, like, I'm 28 and I broke a hip. Right? Like, th- I was told repeatedly that the age of 70 is considered young for this sort of injury. So they're just like, we've got no clue how long it will take you to heal. Like, no idea at all, because we've never seen anyone your age who is remotely fit, like, have a broken hip. And I'm like, okay. You, but no, you've got no information, and they're like literally none. You, <laughs> a bunch of people were like, before the accident, how were you walking? Was it like with a walker? And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm 28, and I don't have a walker here. What do you mean? Was it with a walker? You're like, I landed badly. <laughs> do you I was, see? I was on a bicycle. What do you mean? Did I use a walker to get around? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, of course. I used a walker unless I was on my bicycle. God. Yeah. (laughs) My favorite part of all this, and I mean, it's horrible. I'm glad you're not like more hurt. But my favorite part of all of this was the transition between you insisting that you did not break your hip and that (laughs) you broke an upper bone in your leg. And I broke my femur. My hip is fine. It's in the hip region. (laughs) But then eventually it turned into you admitting that you had broken your hip. It's easier to have people conceptualize where the injury is rather than say I broke the top part of my femur. Right. Or I could say I had a lower intracadero fracture. That's not actually the right medical words because I use trucadero, but it sounds very similar. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would have bought it. I would have been like, weird that there's a medical word that sounds so much like trucadero, but that's fine. I'm just going to accept it and move on. Intra-trucadero. Oh, that's, anyway. wow. All right. Pretty close. No, it's not. That's not actually the word still. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. It's intra it? and then something that sounds similar to trucadero. Dave from the future here. So the word I was looking for is intertrucanteric fracture. That is the sort of fracture that I have on my hip. Although I was only told that once and I was on a fair bit of morphine, but I've looked it up later and I'm pretty sure that's it. Anyway, everything's great. Yeah. I'm invincible 
especially now that I'm upgraded, That's I can't true. be hurt again. I am actually asking my doctor tomorrow, like, hey, <laughs> do I have fragile bones? Right. Am I like that character from 30 Rock where I'm like, no, my bones. I think it's just a... I think I landed badly. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just a combination of, like, how fast you were going and how you landed. And yeah. you just landed, like, really just, like, the wrong spot. Yeah. I think that's almost 100% it. But I I just want to be sure, you know. Oh, for I've sure. Heard a lot of people talk about how this is a very uncommon injury. And I'm like, what does that mean? And after the first, like, two people have been like, oh, man, yeah. this is a very uncommon injury for someone then your Then you age. start really questioning things. You start analyzing <laughs> it up in the brain pan. Oh, you've just, like, been sitting in this hospital bed for who knows how long, all drugged up with nothing else to do but think about why your hip broke at 28. Yeah. Right, that's the other thing. I'm in this hospital. It's the next day, because the, the pod was delayed by a full day, I think. Like, yeah. give or take. But, but that means I was in the hospital in one of my, like, half-hour lucid periods between the morphine really kicking my ass. And I was just like a laptop. And I get my laptop out, and I connect to the hospital Wi-Fi. But my, like, janky-ass file-syncing system instead of Dropbox that I use is based on BitTorrent. And I think the hospital Wi-Fi blocked it. So oh, I'm, I'm there, like, tethering to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the the files that are on my home computer which is turned on to my laptop so i can give them to you yeah, yeah. and i'm just like uh podcast <laughs> yeah i mean i appreciate your commitment to the pod i do because you know your wife messages me and she's like oh uh david's really hurt and he can't release the podcast and i'm like that's fine like <laughs> It'll be fine. We can wait a day or two or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Michelle's like, anyone I, I should message for you? I'm like, Michaela, tell her the pod's going to be delayed. <laughs> like, not a word of lie. Like, my priorities are so fucked up in that first, like, I don't know, 12 hours. I'm like, is my phone okay? Oh, my phone's okay. Thank goodness. Okay. How's my bike doing? Yeah. 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 Podcast. 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 <laughs> Tens of people. Tens. <laughs> hey, man. There's. Uh, yeah, you're dozens right. Dozens of them. In, yeah. It's it's dozens. Definitely dozens. <laughs> okay. Well. So, what is this episode that we're talking about? This is season five, episode nine, Harm's Way. Original air date, January 14th, 2004. Ooh, 2004. Nice. So this is like the first episode of the post-mid-season break. I don't think we were into December before, though. Oh, I don't weird. remember. Let me, let me just have a quick little checkaroo. So the last episode was November 19th. Yeah. So that's a big break. Oh, weird. I mean, that's why they didn't have a Christmas episode, I guess. And usually we break on episode 10, right? And like... Oh, yeah. This is episode 9 and we're coming back. I don't know if that also partially explains this intro that we get. <laughs> <laughs> the infomercial that I was fully on board for. But then turns out to be basically not applicable to anything. It was weird. It was so weird. Like, what did it have to do with anything? While I was in the moment, I was like, this is great. I'm 100% on board. And like afterwards, only afterwards, I started thinking, wait, did that infomercial have anything to do with the episode? No, no, it didn't. Not at all. Like, they've, it's very wacky. They've got some pretty fun stuff of Angel just being super unconvincing in in his, like, corporate rah-rah thing. Oh, right. It does tell us that Wolfram and Hart is taking a zero-tolerance policy on their own vampires or any other, like, their own employees or any other people. Killing in general. Killing yeah. humans, yeah. So that's that's what this is laying down. Also, they have apparently partnered with Wayland Yutani from the Alien franchise, which is exciting and excellent. <laughs> well, uh, Joss wrote one of the Alien movies, right? Right. Yes. So I think that that's what that's a nod to. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, very cool. And so yeah, we have this pretty much entire just like non sequitur happen. <laughs> And then we go right into Harmony getting ready for work in what is now the longest cold opening of this series. It's a long, long Ooh, cold open and there's boy. not much to like 
tie it all together, you know? Not it, really. Like, I could not tell you when it ends. Yeah, at some <laughs> yeah. point it ends. Before we dive into the actual meat of the episode, I'm going to frame it up with what I found interesting. And that is that in this episode, Harmony might be a real character. And, like, they're trying to do something Harmony-focused. But I think one of the more interesting things about this episode is that it doesn't actually bring anything to Harmony's character that we didn't already know before. Maybe I'm way off the mark there, but yeah. No! Well, I think the problem is that because Harmony is a vampire, they end up- she ends up being pretty one-note. Right? She's frozen. Like, she doesn't have a soul. And to some interpretations, that means she cannot move on. Like, there's no growth that she can have. She's already kind of doing her best to be good, you know? She's- trying to follow the rules, not eat humans, trying mm-hmm. to do her job well. But yeah, she can't, like she she doesn't have any compassion no. for others. And so all the things that she does in this episode where she like hurts other people and really does some stuff that seems pretty bad and is, you know, even when you find out it kind of wasn't her doing all of it, mm-hmm. but she doesn't learn anything from any of that because again, she has no soul. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> So that's where we're going with this, folks. It's going to be a wild ride that takes us absolutely nowhere after the mid-season break. Oh, man. And do you think Lindsay or Eve come up this episode? They absolutely do not. Hell no. I Hell guess nah. having having that shot of Lindsay at the end of Destiny is sort of like a... Mid-season cliffhanger? Like a cliffhanger. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a shitty one, but... <laughs> it yeah. really doesn't have impact for a lot of people. This episode very much left me feeling more than any other episode this season that so little happened. Yeah. Just nothing at all. Yeah. Like my interesting thing about this episode is that there's nothing interesting about it. Yeah. If you really boil it down. However, we do get some excellent fashion. As Harmony is getting ready for work in the morning, we've got a couple of your pictures. The first of which is Tattoo. Uh, because I noticed that she has this cute little star tattoo on her toe. It's so Harmony. It's I mean, so I'm harmony. sure it's so Mercedes McNabb at the same time, but it's so Harmony. It's perfect because it really works for, I think, both people. And it's in such a location on her toe that when she's wearing, like, peep-toe heels, mm-hmm. you can't actually see it. Well, you can see the tan line and see how yeah, it's perfectly precisely. covered <laughs> by all of the shoes she's wearing while tanning. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, man... It's just such a strange little tattoo. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I thought it was cute. I like it. And as you said, it fits very well with the uh, with the personality. She gets dressed in a pink dress with a fur coat over top, which I have described as bold. <laughs> it is bold. I've called it a coat that fits. <laughs> because for some reason, I just, I saw her in this coat and had such a flashback to when Buffy was incapable of putting on a coat that fit her. Okay, so you say that? And I'm not, like, disagreeing with you. I know it's the style of the coat to be cut this way, but I've got two questions. <laughs> First question, do you think it goes down as far as her hip? Um, like the top of her hip, yes. <laughs> so basically no is what I'm getting at, because I can see the curve of her actual hip, and it's it's nowhere near. So if she was wearing a crop top, it would be about the length of a crop top. It's a crop top, like, coat. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm getting at. Second question, do you think she could do this coat up at the front? No. No, no, no. You don't do this coat up. It is a coat that fits. However, it's very short and cannot be done up. And at that point, I'm forced to ask, does it fit? (laughs) It fits in as much as Buffy's coats fit, surely, because they were cut to fit like that, right? I maintain that Buffy was wearing coats that were literally a size too big for her. Distinctly possible. All right. Agree to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Harm is having difficulty integrating with other uh, W&H employees. So at first, the episode's very much trying to be like, isn't it sad that Harmony doesn't fit in? No, it's Harmony. (laughs) And you're like, I don't think it is. It isn't. (laughs) She's, She's a bad vampire. Like, it tries so hard to convince you that, you know, none of her co-workers like her, Angel treats her like garbage, everyone else ignores her, and that you should therefore feel bad for her. Angel does come off surprisingly mean in this episode, but I'd say he just is pretty mean to those around him. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. So yeah, Harmony's going over Angel's itinerary with him. He wasn't listening. He's trying to learn a demon language. There's some big, what, conference summit peace talk thing that's happening yeah, at Wolfram and Hart tomorrow. Harmony is in charge of catering for this event, and a bunch of other people are super worried about it. Basically, we'll learn later on, two warring demon tribes, WNH is going to try to sort of make inroads for peace between them. And they, yeah, they've been had this stupid feud for many, many years over something ridiculous because they have crazy rules that they have to follow with oh, like yes. everything they do. Etiquette. Yes, yeah. So I've called this picture advanced technology because oh, I think... Angel's got a cassette player. Now, this could be a mini cassette player. <laughs> it could be. And like, this is, I think, less ridiculous than him pulling a Walkman out of his... Or sorry, is it a Discman if it's a CD one? It's a Discman if it's a CD one, Walkman if it's a cassette. So maybe this is a Walkman. Ah, uh, I would love this to also... <laughs> I, I actually think it is a mini cassette player. I think you're right. I would right. love it yeah. to be a proto MP3 player, though. <laughs> but I think it's not quite there. So, I mean, it's the year 2004 now. Like, what honestly, <laughs> I think I had an MP3 player at that point. Right? Like... Like a tiny, very portable MP3 player that had a USB, like, thing on it. Like, I think what Angel's doing here is insanity. It's crazy. It's 2004, yeah. Angel. <laughs> Yeah, like, he doesn't know. Oh, man. This guy. This guy. This guy. Uh, Spike is back. So briefly. <laughs> <laughs> so briefly at the start. He's come back to say goodbye to the whole outfit. The, all the digs. Yeah, he's like, okay, guys, thanks so much for all your hard work. You know, I'm all corporeal again. Gonna go find Buffy. So, yeah. see ya. Thing that makes sense for me to do is go to Cleveland where Buffy is. And it's definitely <laughs> Cleveland and not somewhere vague in Europe, probably France. <laughs> which we'll get to. So I actually have a picture of everyone else arriving like in this scene. Yes. That I have called Tripping Hazard. Because of Lorne's ridiculous <laughs> scarf, I can imagine. It is honestly down to the floor. It's crazy. I actually thought he was using a crutch when I first saw this picture. I glanced at it and I was like, why is Lorne on a crutch? I don't remember that. It's his yeah. scarf. It's his friggin' scarf. Yeah. This is a pretty subdued Lorne outfit. Uh, it's that such I a am, muted Lorne. Ugh. I am not a fan of. I mean, I love how absurdly long this very thin scarf is. Oh, don't yeah. get me wrong. For but sure. Like, gray suit. Nah pretty boring pattern for Lorne. Man, Wes's shirt is so big. Oh, uh, he's gone full Oz. <laughs> full Oz. Oh, his hands, you're right. His little hands, they're just <gasps> peeping out. He has gone full Oz. And honestly, they're not doing Fred any favors either. No. Like, who is dressing these people? No, this is, this is all bad. I especially like in your picture, behind Fred's head, there's a little uh, extra head in the background yeah. like, of one of the extras. <laughs> And it looks uh -huh. like her hair just goes really, really tall. And she's yeah. dressed very narrow. So, like, so narrow. looks like someone's just taken her and stretched her. Yeah. Like, Amy Acker is very thin. Which oh, yeah. Which is fine. But, like, I don't know that these clothes are... I, I think they could be dressing her a lot better than this. Everyone in this shot could be dressed, like, so thousands of times better. Yeah. I don't know what uh, they're doing. I've got no I idea. No. But yeah, so, I mean, Spike is just another one of the people being mean to Harmony. Mm -hmm. He, like, he has a soul now, but he still is so unreasonably mean to her. <laughs> like, again, I get that she is a soulless vampire, and so he has no reason to care about her at all. But, but like, wow. say goodbye to her or something? You're saying goodbye you know? to everyone else? You've known some of these people for, like, a couple months at most? You, you've known Harmony for so long? Yeah, and like, you literally used to have a lot of sex with her, so, mm. you know, do you owe her nothing? Spike seems to think yes. There's a mishap involving a camel. Uh, Harmony has gotten some info that this would actually be a very good thing for the catering, basically. Angel stands beside it, chops <laughs> off the hump with a sword, and what, reaches <laughs> down and grabs its heart or something? Which... No, he has to stick a hot poker into its heart. Right, yeah, perfect. Love it. 
Harmony has actually knocked this one out of the park. Unfortunately, Angel is not in the mood for a peace talk, Angel. Come on. Like, right? Like, why are, don't you want to do everything you possibly can to make this go well? And if this is a delicacy to these tribes? It legitimately seems like a good idea that Angel shoots down for no reason. Yeah. I mean, good idea in large quotes. It is a camel. You're going to kill it. There'll be a lot of blood. But on right, the other it's hand, it's gonna be messy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Wolfram and Hart. You can clean up some blood. Yeah, I mean, Angel is the one that has to kill the camel, and like that doesn't sound like a fun time to me. But again, he's in charge of Wolfram and Hart, so maybe he needs to suck a few things up. I don't know. <laughs> he does indeed. So as Harmony's been having such a terrible time. I don't know. We've gotten a few shots of Dan the Man, who's Lauren's right-hand man through here. He's been abused by Harmony in small ways. Uh, But then we go for a girls' night out. Yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, Harmony manipulates the shit out of Fred because (laughs) she's basically, she plays that like, oh, no one likes me. And Fred's like, oh, well, you know, I don't hate you, but I don't really know you. So I don't know if if I would like you. And so then, of course, Harmony's like, hey, why don't we go out after work? And, oh, it's so and Fred awkward. Fred is so trapped. Oh, it's so awkward. It's the oh, person it's the that worst. no one wants to talk to. And Ugh. you've been trapped into talking to them. Oh. Fred's too polite to say no. Oh, she is indeed. And yep, what so is there to talk go. about at a girl's night out other than boys? This is Fred just full on admitting that she knows that both Knox and Wes are into her, which yeah. is a step in the right direction. You know, she's figured it out. She's aware, which is great, I guess. But like, <laughs> Only took us a half se- season to do it. <laughs> she also seems rather pleased that yeah. this is the case, which I don't know that I would be happy about that. Wouldn't I be like, oh, no, like someone's going to I need to I need to figure this out. So that, you know, someone can move on. The person that I'm not going to choose. Isn't that... I don't know. (laughs) Yes, it's also flattering, right? You've got two very attractive dudes after... Well, sorry. I don't know how attractive Knox is. I really got no rating on that guy. Delightful. I really enjoy when you don't know how attractive someone is. (laughs) Yeah, and I know it's happened again. It just, like, I don't... Is he cute? He's not hot, right? I think that's what it is. Yeah, so he's very cute. Like, he's, it's the same thing as with Andrew, right? Where, like, Tom Link, Link is very cute. Mm-hmm. But at no point are you like, oh, look at that hot guy. I don't <laughs> think, yeah. <laughs> what a hottie. No offense, Tom Link. But yeah, Knox is, I know his hair is all floppy and he's all charming and, you know, probably not evil and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't need to figure that out in the first half of the season. Probably yeah, not evil. Yep. <laughs> So yeah, Fred and Harm are talking about Harm's lack of friends at work. She decides to go talk to a dude. You've got a picture of said dude. <laughs> right, like this is just the, the prototypical demon's rights activist. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. We will learn later on that this is indeed the only person who has the trust of both demon tribes. And now we've talked about people that are hot or cute. This guy, right. I believe, is on the pretty spectrum. He is, yes, he's very male model. Mm. Like, yeah. Like, he's got that jawline. Oh, th- he could be in a Zoolander. Yeah. Yes, he's got the hair. His eyebrows are so immaculate. Tweased. They're immaculate. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Did I freak you out? And, you know, you really looked at his eyebrows. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, no, I understand tweezing, right? Like, as a sure, concept. Sure. And I vaguely understand what it does. But <laughs> the look that this guy has achieved, oh, that's not inexpensive. Well, there's also makeup involved you know, yeah. on those, I'm sure, to get them filled in like that. Yeah. But huh. they are just, they're just so identical and perfect in a way that I've never noticed any other man on this show having eyebrows. I yeah. Don't know. Wow. But he's got his leather jacket, you know, he's got his earrings. He's some sort of astronaut or something. Demon rights activist gets munched by a vamp on our watch. Told me he was an astronaut. <laughs> I do love the idea that Harmony would believe that he's an astronaut. Because <laughs> she totally would. <laughs> uh, so Harmony starts talking to this guy and she scores. She takes him home and all sorts. It's great, except for the fact that he is now dead. 
yeah, he's dead, and she doesn't remember a thing that happened, both Ooh. of which are real bad things for her. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is just fun hijinks, until I remembered that infomercial that was like, if you kill some, oh, sorry, and the thing earlier where Angel decapitated one of his employees in front of Harmony because right. that guy had been killing people or something. And yeah, I was like, wacky hijinks, <laughs> but no. No. But no, yeah. Well, and the thing about that scene, too, is that wasn't Angel decapitating that man and being like, zero tolerance policy? Isn't that enough? Like, we don't need the thing at the beginning. We literally have it to yeah. do the same thing that other scene does. It's true, yeah. And it's more effective in the Angel one because he's yeah. saying something about a zero tolerance policy, whereas the infomercial is just for japes. Such japes, so wacky. Such wacky japes. Speaking of wacky japes, what's <laughs> oh, Harmony boy. to do with a body? So she doesn't panic, but that's because I think she's really not like, not about thinking things through. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah, because her solution to this is to put the dead body in a laundry bag and just huck it in the garbage. <laughs> oh, it, oh. It's actually some pretty fun scenes, honestly. You know, it is. She's in the hallway. She's trying to shove it in the garbage chute, which is insane. Mrs. Jacoby is walking her dog, goes past, and she's got to act all natural, casual. The, the body falls out of the dumpster below. So she's got to go back down in the basement and chuck it into the dumpster. And then Mrs. Jacoby's there again. She's just like, hey, how's it going? Luckily, Nothing Mrs. Jacoby is not interested in, in what she's doing at all. Oh, no. It's very suspicious. All, all the things she's doing are suspicious. Uh, her outfit today I have called pretty in pink. Mm -hmm. Definitely she's got a her pink light alert. pink jacket. Yeah, hot pink top. She's Her shoes are also hot pink and match this top, although you can't see them in my picture. Man, what is that clip she has in her hair in your picture? Oh, did you not see the back of it? Oh, I don't have a picture of the back of it. It's basically shaped like like a sideways eight. Oh. And, and there's a, a stick that goes through. Oh yeah. So you like, and then it would capture the hair between the stick and the, and the eight. Gotcha. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, Harmony arrives at work and like, <laughs> maybe an LAPD officer is calling Angel, telling him that they found a body. And you're just like, what did she think was going to happen if she went to work? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> I mean, again, she didn't think this through. Not they a great thinker is our Harmony. <laughs> much faster than she expected them to <laughs> i i mean that is a recurring theme in this show and in buffy right whenever you dump a body it's found within about five minutes and like Just... people know exactly where it was dumped oh man that episode where where spike gets rid of the body <laughs> and he's like he's like they'll never find it and then literally they round two seconds the corner later, yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah I mean, a garbage truck, you know. Well, actually, they say they found it at the dump, which implies that it got into a garbage truck, which is pretty, pretty concerning. Harm, like, covers it up with some other garbage and stuff, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So anyway, she's at work. She's trying to act natural. Angel's got this crazy shirt on Ooh. for Angel. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> is this so many stripes? Like, it's a brown and white striped shirt under a pinstriped jacket. Yeah, that's that's too many stripes. It's too many stripes. It's better than like a mix of horizontal and vertical, I'll grant you, but it's too many stripes. And like, this is the most uh, fun shirt he's ever <laughs> worn, I think. He's just oh. a fun boss, you know? And like, I mean, has he got it done up all the way? No. No. no he could no. do another button or two. He's just having like a peace summit, but you know, <laughs> peace summit chest. With demons who are incredibly picky about etiquette, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Everything's fine. That's fine. Anyway, the demons show up and they're pissed about this whole like, their one liaison was murdered. They want to find the person who murdered the, the guy and, you know, kill them. That'd be great. If they can't do that, the peace summit's off. <laughs> yeah, at this point I was like, okay, so I knew Harmony had been framed. Mm -hmm. I knew that going into this episode. But the fact that the guy she took home from the bar just so happens to be <laughs> this exact important person. Because that's not part of the frame. Yeah. No. That's no. just a random happenstance. It's 
just like, yeah, a convenient thing that happened. And I think it's a little too convenient, but whatever. It's a bit less convenient because this bar is implied to be heavily frequented by Wolfram and Hart employees and other spooky folk. So if he's visiting, then perhaps he would go there. And I guess Harmony is going to talk to somebody that she doesn't know because the people from the office don't like her. So, okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right. It's still very convenient. Anyway. Harmony's gonna go visit the lab because they got this body in the lab and she's gonna be like, hey, there's no forensic (sighs) evidence on this thing, right? It's basically a dead end. Like, and this is just like the audacity of going to the (laughs) lab to see, you know, what's going on. And, and feeling like this is the right move for her, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's pretty bonkers. Fred's making very good progress very quickly. She's like, so oh, this was obviously a female vampire that killed him. Harmony's like, oh, we don't know any of those. Bye, Fred. Well, I mean, she's not necessarily going to figure out that it was Harmony, but I like this idea that like the length of the bite, length and depth. Mm of the bite indicates that it's female because female vampires would probably have a smaller mouth than male vampires yep. just as is normal so that's that's pretty cool but i mean not cool if you're harmony <laughs> no definitely not <laughs> now we start to get the picture that harmony's being framed she's like wait the body was bitten on the left side or the right side or what some the wrong side i don't side. know she's a right biter and it's on the wrong side exactly yeah So she's starting to piece this together. She gets surprised, though, by the lab tech who goes around (laughs) scanning vampires to see if they have any human blood in them. And, uh, yeah, his his machine starts to go off. Turns out she does have some human blood in her. Well, better just bonk him on the head, put him in a closet. We'll deal with that later. And then Lorne shows up and he's like... (laughs) harmonica how's it going did you hear something just now like a moaning coming from a closet right so you know the obvious thing to do is just to bonk him on the head put him in the closet we'll deal with him later right so then harmony goes to fred (laughs) and fred's like i got the report uh seems like you've got human blood in you and Harmony's like, well, what's one more, you know? So she bonks her on the head, sticks her in the closet, and we'll figure it out later. That, oh, man. That gets so much funnier every time it's repeated. Oh, that God. That shot of her, like, opening the closet door and just putting the next person in. Yeah. Oh, that was that was one of my favorite jokes from the entire thing. It's so good. It's very good. Yeah, I, I have a picture. We skipped over my... Um, Wes and Gunn show up at oh, some yeah. point. And I've called this a shirt that nearly Holy fits. Holy shit. Yeah, Wes, look right? at you. It's like you've gone to a tailor or something. His left arm is very baggy. Mm, yeah. For some reason. Yeah, and maybe that. it's just because the uh, sleeve isn't done up or something. I don't know. It. He's here beside Gunn, who just looks so <laughs> fly all the time. Oh, such a good shirt color. It's it got really is, blood yeah. red. Yeah. And then and, Wes and is like, here. Poor, poor Alexis Denisoff. Yeah. And and we've got a different outfit on Lauren. Thank God. Mm, yes. That's called That's More Like It. <laughs> got some blue jacket rather loud. than just this khaki <laughs> yeah. gray bullshit. I mean, it's not my favorite Lauren outfit ever, but it at least looks a lot more like what you would expect. Yeah. And yeah. Lauren's being in this episode more than zero, which is something that we're all excited about, you know? Absolutely. Uh, at some point in here, Harmony starts to panic and she tries to figure out, you know, what's she going to do with her life? So, of course, she decides that she should go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go to Mexico, man. It's a good place to go. That is definitely 100% beyond the reach of Wolfram and Hart, an international <laughs> evil company. She wants to change her name to Harmonita. <laughs> You know, to really throw them off the scent. Exactly. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Harmony's panicking. She goes back to the lunchroom. She thinks, Dan, Dan's been pissed at me because I keep taking his stuff out of the microwave and microwaving my own boss's blood instead. He must have framed me. He set me up. So she starts threatening him. Yeah. And, you know, it's... A little crazy to think that he would go to these lengths based on what she's done. Um, And we quickly learned that it is crazy because it wasn't Dan at all. I was going to say, it's even more crazy than the slight (laughs) of having someone... Maybe. I don't know. So it, it turns out Dan has not framed Harmony. Instead, no. it is Tamika who has framed Harmony. Yeah. And you're like, who the fuck is Tamika? And this is an excellent question. And like, that's kind of the point. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Is oh, that it's very funny. Harmony bumps into Tamika at the beginning of this episode 
uh, causing Tamika to spill coffee on herself. Right. Yeah. And Harmony, like, barely even notices that this happens. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it turns out that Tamika is pissed that Harmony seems to be doing so well. You know, she's the secretary to the boss. She was in the steno pool for four months. And uh, Tamika has been there for like five years. Well, and is four weeks, a much better I think, worker. For, uh, oh, yeah, Harmony. you're right. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's bonkers. And yeah, Tamika has some legitimate points. <laughs> Like, Great points, honestly. Harmony is not very qualified to do this job, and Tamika would probably have been a much better, if slightly crazy, assistant. I mean, it's Wolfram and Hart. I think you gotta be a little crazy. Also, turns out, also a vampire. Yes. So that's probably part of it. But, right, like, Harmony, again, graduated from high school and then got turned into a vampire. She has no, like, training whatsoever outside of high school. She doesn't, like, has she learned to type? I don't know how she would even know to type. That's true. Really? I think the last time we saw her typing was in the Malcolm episode, I Robot You Jane, in which she could barely do anything and Cordelia got tricked into deleting all of her work or something. It's been a while. Yeah, because Will tells her to hit the deliver button. Yes, right. Yeah. Right. So this is the thing, right? Like Harmony has never had a job like this before. Has she ever had a job before? (laughs) (laughs) Almost certainly not. I think her dad was actually rich. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like Tamika's making some great points. Very good points. However, they begin fighting in manner most spectacular. And we have raved about the fight choreography in Angel before. And Mm -hmm. I just want to say some more good things about it. Because holy crap, this fight scene's (laughs) super good. (laughs) yeah like the two i mean always having two vampires fight each other is going to be super fun Mm -hmm. because we can do a lot of wire stuff we're throwing people across there's like at one point i think someone gets kicked and there's like a whole spinning thing that happens yes we've got some excellent fight choreography the fact that it's in an office affords us a few fun things Mm -hmm. like the fact that towards the end of the fight chopsticks get brought out as like the ultimate weapon which is fantastic they're vampires they're vampires they're made of wood you've got little stakes here how are those even (laughs) a thing at wolf from the heart they shouldn't be allowed no you can get plastic chopsticks can't you (laughs) that is like a basic osha violation i've got a thing (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah, they fight, they fight uh, all through the lunchroom and then eventually spill out into the greater Wolfram and Hart office. And eventually Harmony like kicks Tamika through the board window where the demons are getting super pissed about, you know, not finding the killer and stakes Tamika right on top of the boardroom table. And luckily, the demons had earlier said that they would be happy with any sort of sacrifice Correct. if the killer can't be found. Yep. So this satisfies them completely. Well, listen, you've also got the killer technically, but they don't even care about that. Yeah. So that's nice. And like trying to explain that to them is no. probably just going to make them want to kill Harmony. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Harmony gets to keep her job. Saves the day. <laughs> Saves the day. Yeah. Exactly. And learns nothing? Nothing. Yeah. She learns that there was someone who hated her so much that she went to these crazy lengths to try to get her fired or killed or whatever. And that brings her joy. But this is the thing. That's a personal revelation for Harmony that doesn't affect her character at all. No. It doesn't or any other character. how she acts in any way. It just makes her feel slightly better at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So Spike comes back and he's like, all right, all right, all right. Hello, hello, Spike here. <laughs> I was gonna go to France, wouldn't I? Because that's where the Slayer is, isn't it? And I'm like, what? And then he says a bunch of other bullshit and like he and Harmony sort of have a nice moment. But I'm like, why? You're stuck on France. Why is Buffy in... Why were you going to France to find Buffy? The last canonical mention of a place where she was was Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, Buffy is in Europe, as we will learn sort of later in the season. Like, it's going to come up again. Where's Buffy? Because both Spike and Angel kind of care about this. Sure. So it makes sense. But, I mean, did I ever have I ever questioned what she's doing in Europe? No. And you make a great point that it does make more sense that she would be in Cleveland, where we know there to be another Hellmouth. And where she said she was going. And it's not like, you know, oh, I should have been watching the other show on the other network. And then I would know why Buffy's in France. It's like, (laughs) 
Last, all the things last we heard, Cleveland, now France, questions. Maybe we should be reading the comics. Have the comics started at this point? I don't know. They might start after Angel ends. I don't know. I'm looking it up. I actually want to know. Season 8, which would be the only, like, canonical source for this sort of thing, started in 2007. Yeah. Okay. So, no. No, so, it's not like we nope. should have been reading the comics, you know? Nope. There's literally no reason. No okay, reason well, I've got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my last note is being like, I thought she was in Cleveland. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Because that is what the show told you. That yeah. That's our episode. Though the other show. Yeah. Michaela, did you like this episode? I was really hoping to have a better time than I did. Same, 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 same. Right? As like a, a blurb, it sounds fun. Yeah. You know? It's it's wacky, Harmony's been framed, and she goes to <laughs> unreasonable lengths to try to clear her name. For sure. And, you know, the thing with ever, putting everyone in the closet, super fun. Mm -hmm. But it just goes nowhere. It doesn't really come together cohesively as an episode. No. Yeah, it's weird. No. The pacing of the episode's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. And again, that thing at the beginning is just like, what's happening? <laughs> I enjoyed the infomercial, but you know what? You could have paced things differently if you didn't have it in here. Yeah. Could have paced things differently with it in here, though. Uh, it's fine. Um, it just felt like such like complete filler. Yeah. The infomercial. Yeah, it really yeah. does. And like the... <laughs> I know, I know half arc season, but going from the Lindsay Eve reveal into this episode is, it make, makes it so that that isn't a cliffhanger, right? That's yeah. a cliffhanger for yeah. a couple episodes from now. Yeah. It's not yeah. like, hey, come back after the break, got more great angel stuff going on. It's like, <laughs> this is the introduction to a plot point that we might come back to at some point before the season ends. Well, and I think that actually might be something that happens pretty frequently. Like the first episode back being a monster of the week mm -hmm. because like you don't know that everyone's actually going to be watching it's so weird though why do you have a cliffhanger that doesn't get resolved <laughs> that's bizarre that's uh, crazy that's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, yeah do we have a winner for this episode i guess harmony yeah probably overall things go pretty well for her yeah she sort of gets a dressing down at the end of the episode but yeah yeah overall i guess harmony uh best outfit from the episode it's it's i actually have to make a decision now because mm. i don't think i'm gonna pick lauren today no i think it might be gun in that suit oh, gun does look good in that suit yeah, man. because although i liked both of harmony's outfits i don't feel that either of them are like over the top enough mm. yeah oh and that that shirt color on gun is so good <laughs> all right <laughs> All right, going you with win, gun. gun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rose in a thorn time. My rose for this episode is the Harmony Tamika fight scene because holy crap, mm. it is good. Runner up would definitely be the closet gag because throwing three people in the same closet. I mean, turns out you can put all your problems to sleep. It turns out you can. Yeah. yeah I think that's what we've learned from this because that really doesn't ever backfire. No. It barely comes up. No, everyone's kind of mad about it at the end. And, you know, they've all got ice packs on their heads. And that's about it. That's it. Yep. What about yeah. you? What's your so, rose? This is a tough episode, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad per se, but it doesn't no. belong in this season. It just fell pretty flat, yeah. I think. And it just, like, even the parts that were fun, I guess it just didn't make up for the rest of it yeah. for me. They were isolated parts that were fun. I think my favorite thing was Harmony saying that she would abscond to Mexico <laughs> because, well, first of all, just the idea that everyone thinks that they can just run away to Mexico and solve all their problems. Yeah. Yeah. I like as like a running thing. And yeah, the idea that Wolfram and Hart couldn't possibly get her there. Oh, jurisdiction. Yeah. No, it's, uh... Yeah. <laughs> international it's fine <laughs> uh my thorn is the lack of harmony character building in an episode about her character which i think we've gone over at this point yeah 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 and just like the lack of anything happening yep. i mean this guy gets killed doesn't matter no. this demon thing is gonna get resolved doesn't matter doesn't matter where the camel go who knows yeah. you know they got rid of it doesn't matter and yeah like we talk a little bit about fred but that doesn't even, she's just like, oh, haha, ha. they do both like yep. me. And that's it. That's it. That Nothing else substantial comes out of that conversation. I mean, Spike doesn't leave. <laughs> so that's the same. It's exactly the same, right? Like there's no, there's no yeah. difference. 
It's no. like answering the sort of pertinent question, wait, wouldn't Spike go see Buffy? Like, mm-hmm. sort of answers that. Who cares? No one. I mean, like, it, it at least brings it up, I guess. And then he has the realization, like, the mature realization that <laughs> she doesn't maybe need him showing, showing up. up. Yeah out of the blue isn't what she needs and she's not going to be that happy to see him. Yeah, especially when he went out with such a bang. Mm. He feels weird about trying to find her, which he probably should, honestly. Yep. Yeah. Do you have a yeah. different thorn? I don't know, man. It's all it's all just one big thorn. Yep. And I didn't have a terrible time, which is the strange part. Right? Like, I had a fine time. It's fine in the moment. It's really the reflection that kills it. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Because you're trying to talk about what happened. You're like, well, nothing. And then some more nothing. Like, my notes are super sparse. And I was like, oh, I'm going to skip over something. But no, it's it's fine. Didn't matter. Yeah. Did not matter. Doesn't matter. No. All right, Michaela. Do we have a Teeks review for the episode? Oh, we do. <gasps> Everything's amazing again. Just like that. Just like that. The one where Harmony is framed for murder. Wow. The one where Harmony gets framed. There we go. Yeah. Boom. Nail head. You knew to put the like spoiler from the very end into your title. Perfect. I absolutely love this episode. Oh, God, it brings Harmony into more of the spotlight. Gets us to like her even more. What? And makes us want her to become a full cast member. I have always loved Harmony ever since she was a Sunnydale High student. Then when she became a vampire and started dating Spike, that was even better. I feel like she works better being a vampire than a human. In this episode, we get to see a whole 40 minutes of Harmony. Well, pretty much. The episode is entirely based on her character. Since she works at Wolfram and Hart and they have a zero tolerance policy for drinking human blood since Angel took over, she has been very good at keeping her fangs to herself. But then she finds the guy she met at a bar the previous night dead in her bed. He was drained of his blood and she can't remember what happened. She needs to find out if she did this. It turns out she didn't. She was framed by a jealous coworker. And get this, the other girl only framed her because Harmony got a job she wanted. How lame. I guess people have done worse for less. Anyway, <laughs> she finds the girl who really did it, kills her because she was a vampire, and clears her name. What do you think Teeks rated this episode? Said they loved it. <laughs> An 8 out of 10? Overall, I give this episode a 10 out of 10. No! Oh my god! <laughs> I was I was actually worried. <laughs> I was legitimately concerned. As you should have been. What? It's not. The the INDB rating for this episode is 8.7 out of 10, which is insane. What? Did they watch the same episode as me? I mean, the the ratings for season five are generally quite high. Sure. But but this? like, Like, that's crazy. Listeners, if we've like missed something big about this episode, please let us know. If there was like a way of thinking about this that makes it a fantastic like much cinematic yeah. tour de force, we need to know. Yeah, let us know because we're we've missed it. Whatever it is, yeah, completely missed it. missed it. I wonder if the excellent stuff was taken out for the Google Play cut and the DVD release. <laughs> Both. <laughs> So unlikely, but you so never unlikely. know. So uh, unlikely. Uh, okay. Well, I'm glad Teeks had a good time. Yeah. Uh, Teeks had such a good time and like wants harmony, more harmony based on this. Whereas I was kind of like, this did not endear harmony no. to me in any way. No, I, yeah. d- I didn't feel like I needed more harmony after this. No, not at all. It just like hammers home that she's a really one note character who can't move on after high school. Which is fine that's fine as a supporting cast member that's totally fine angels executive assistant who gets the funny line here and there like once or twice an episode yeah great that's how she works and like i appreciate that they tried to do something more with her but they should have thought about it before they did it yeah very much so (laughs) i the the social commentary on the teeks review of like people have done more for less that also really gets me i love that line that's perfect Really striking at the core of the human condition with that one. That's what Teach is all about. Yeah. You should have seen some of these commas, man. I don't know if I... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, perfect. All right, Michaela, what do we got coming up next time? No, 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 next time. We have an episode called Soul Purpose. Soul is spelled like... S-O-U-L. S-O-U-L, yeah. 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 Shanshu prophecy nonsense. Lindsay and Eve continue to Uh, plot against Team Angel. uh, Lindsay approaches Spike, telling him that the powers that be have selected Spike to be the new champion now that Angel is working for Wolfram and Hart. Okay, I'm sure that it's better than it sounds. (laughs) 
I'm sure that I should not be this put off by <laughs> Lindsay <laughs> and Eve. very put off. But, oh my god, I'm so put off by Lindsay and Eve. I, I'm oh, excited man. to see Lindsay's actual character. I know yes. so little about it, and yeah. currently I just think he looks like a Chad, which he does. Sure. He does, but maybe I mean, he's got, got hidden depth. I mean, you've got good reason to feel that way, I would say. I know. Maybe he's got chemistry with Eve, even, you know? Wow, that would be... That'd be a, a shocker. That'd be a shocker. That'd be yeah. a twist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Uh... You don't remember, so maybe it happens. I really feel like she doesn't have chemistry with anyone, though. No, it's going to be wet cardboard again, I'm pretty sure. And that's why I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, my biggest hope is that now that Lindsay's in the picture, Eve's... Yeah, just like right into time, the background. Or like not even screen time, but like lines yeah. will plummet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When she's in an episode... Because now well, he's maybe? the mastermind of things and yeah. he can be mastermindy about them. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll hope. That could happen. That could happen. That could happen. Could definitely happen. Could, yeah. All right. Well, hoping for that to happen. <laughs> yeah. We're excited. We're always excited. Keeping it, keeping it on the high note here. You know, I think anytime you are terrified of an episode, you should just remember lineage and how it defied your expectations. True. <laughs> Very true. And how, yeah, I mean, you don't really know what the episode's going to be until you see it. That is incredibly correct. So yeah, no, we're actually, we are excited about that. Maybe, who knows. And Give it uh, a shot. We're, we're happy to be talking. That's that's what this yeah, is all about. That's the, the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like, I'm not on morphine anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> everything's great, actually, because of that. But like, I don't know. Things still, they're just a bit, bit off. That's eh, fine. That's eh, fine. I still say we should have done a podcast with you on morphine. No, been never. Terrible. I would have been, so been mostly asleep. <laughs> like morphine, David is not like ooh wacky fun, David. He's asleep, it's just David. Sleep. Yeah, yeah, oh, fully okay. asleep, fully well. all the time. Yeah, okay, that's not fun at all. You're right. It's not fun. Sort of fun. Anyway, yeah. Okay, next time something. Oh, sole purpose. Yeah, ha, I yeah. remembered it. Ha! Nice. Look at me go. We Until remember nothing else. <laughs> souls. I don't know. Shanshu probably. Yeah. Lindsay yeah. and Eve. Sure. Yeesh. <laughs> Huh, until you know next... what's going to happen? Is you're going to start the episode and be like, what did Michaela tell me about this? And then Eve's going to appear and you're going to be like, oh. Oh, that's so prophetic. Oh, it's so dead on. Oh, God. I'm flash forwarding to my, my future life. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Okay. I got your number today, man. You really do. You, you know what's happening. Well, until next time then. Our listeners can always find this episode up on Reddit, buffy.reddit.com. The pictures are up on Facebook. You can email us, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. Until next time. See, see you, you later, later LA Gator. Gator. Hellmouth. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Hell